Welcome everybody. My name is Joe Renee Feeler and welcome to today's March Equinox. Very special message. I have little peeks of what we're going to be doing today and I'm extremely excited. I'm also a little nervous and those of you that know me well, you can probably hear it in my voice. My voice sounds a little, I would describe it thin. Um, so I don't know what that's about, but I do tend to like my favorite messages tend to be the ones where I'm a little I'm a little, ner <laughs> a little nervous, so I'm just going to own that and <laughs> just say it right out there. <sighs> Alrighty, welcome. So the reason that we're here today, we actually get together most Tuesdays for a live call, a live message, and really an experience helping invite you, your special self, into a version of you that you probably don't know. Um, this is the version of you that some people feel you need to go off for years and years into a cave to explore or go into the jungle and have uh, ayahuasca to experience. Um, there's a whole nother way to experience these timeless layers of you and that's what I do. That's um, a range of myself that for whatever reason I have access to and I know how good it feels for me. I know what a better version of myself I am since I, I want to say, stumbled across this uh, for myself. And I love to create experiences and share messages that help invite you into those deeper, truer layers of you. Um, I also, another reason I do not just these free calls, but all of my work, there are things that, that I observe in this reality that I now through years of experience have um, owned that other people don't see. And I'm always looking for things that are getting in the way of, of us, us being humanity, getting in the way of us being um, our best loving, caring, intelligent, savvy, discerning selves. So I'm, it's like I'm a, I'm a trained soul kind of looking for that in this reality. And where I see that, I love to kind of point it out. And I'll admit that sometimes what I point out, people don't want to see. Um, it makes people feel uncomfortable if they really don't want to give up something that they've identified with or that they really enjoy in their lives or that helps give them a sense of purpose in their lives. So um, I'm not... I want to assure you if I'm ever doing anything that's that's making you angry or upset or sad about yourself or sad about this reality, that's definitely never my intention. Um, my intention is always to help us feel and know the light of source creator God that we are not just in the all that is, but we, that we are also here. Okay. So that's my goal. And yes, that can mean at times that I'm offering you, I'm not, I'm not hitting you over the head with it. I'm just saying, hey, you may want to think about this. Hey, you may want to think about that. But I mean, I just have a recent experience this weekend and I did include it in my newsletter um, about how politics has become people's identity and actually a replacement for what we used to use as religion. Um, and most of the uh, most of the folks on social media were like, oh my God, this is exactly what I was just thinking about. Thank you for putting into words. I feel so much more expanded. I feel more like myself. I think I did fall into that trap. And then there's a handful of folks, my brothers and sisters, that are still, I think, not very happy with me. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> I think that was really the big point of that post is that it is okay to disagree. 
it is okay, even in politics, to see things from a different angle and not like where the other person is. When we stop loving that other person and we stop seeing them as a fellow human, that is a huge problem in terms of us experiencing ourselves as eternally light, knowing ourselves as this bringer of light into this reality. Okay, so uh, hell yeah, I'm going to point that out. I love you that much. To even say what I know you don't want to hear. And as a people pleaser, (laughs) um, where does a people pleaser, trust me, it's not comfortable for me either. So, okay, (laughs) so here we go. We're going to first um, have a very special meditation for today's message, okay? So I encourage you to get yourself comfortable, etc. Ah, very good. Okay, just let your body relax, let your shoulders drop, let your breathing slow and deepen your breathing. Nice, deep, slow breathing. And for those in the chat room that may have come late, my request is that there's not chatting while we're talking. Thank you. Just stay in your field. Okay. We'd like you to start within yourself. You may want to close your eyes for this part if it's it's safe to do so. Inviting you into a place within yourself where there is a light. And some of you may already know this light within yourself. Some of you may need to imagine it and either way is absolutely fine. I know the light is there and you may not and that's okay. That doesn't mean it's not there. It still is. Okay, so closing your eyes and visualizing this beautiful source of light on within you. Imagine it wherever you want to. I'm seeing it within your heart space. And now that we're looking at it, now that we're observing it, now that we're imagining it and paying our mind and our consciousness to it, that light is growing as if you're walking to it, but really it's getting closer to you, not physically closer to you. It's getting closer to your human awareness. There we go. Okay, so you may feel, or please imagine, that I am right there next to you, or anyone else that you wanna be next to. Somebody that knows what they're doing though. And we are taking your hand And we are guiding you to another level of yourself. It's right below your heart chakra. And it may appear as like a nebula, a cosmic star in the stages of birthing, or it may look like a human eye. And the way that I'm seeing it, it would be if I were looking down through your crown chakra, kind of like an aerial view, a a bird's eye view through your crown chakra down. It's like a bowl. 
or a bird bath, one of you just said, right below your heart chakra. So the, the, um, the entry point from the non-physical into the physical layers of yourself. And just sit right there for a minute. Enjoying that view, enjoying that feeling of connection of this portal within yourself. Now I've still got your hand and I know how to get through this. We're going to walk into the Oracle. I can feel your excitement and it's justified. You can stay right where you are. I want you to stay in your body. There's no need to leave where you are in any other parts of who you are. We're expanding your consciousness to include what's through this oracle, this lens, this looking glass. Okay, here we go. So as we're in the middle stages of it, you can possibly feel like you are in the inside of like a human eye or inside um, a nebula as well. It's interesting how they're similar. You may be able to sense the differing uh, layers of, um, I want to say plasma. It's like a liquid crystalline nature. Stay right there. Some of you may want to imagine that you're kind of looking around and getting yourself comfortable in that space. Beautiful job. Okay. So now as we walk through it, again, you're not leaving where you were before we started this experience. We also aren't leaving where you were inside the lens, the pool. We are expanding our sense of who and what we are to include these new realms. Since it's beyond the time-space continuum, these layers that we're in right now, you don't have to leave. It's not a geographical place. It's a consciousness space. Consciousness levels. Thank you. So as we go through the oracle, as we expand our field to include what is next, I can feel like Nirvana, Utopia, Atlantis, Lemuria, home, whatever that means to you. It probably isn't a geography though, keep that in mind. 
This is the creation space of what the Greeks would have called the gods, of what we call you. Can you feel the stillness? Can you feel the quiet of even your human brain? That alone can feel like vacation. Allow yourself to relax in these layers. Watch out for your mind and the questions that it may have. You may want to say shh to your mind. Our human minds don't do too well here. They ask too many questions. This isn't necessarily a space for answers. It's a space for possibilities. It's a place for expression and creativity and curiosity and play and laughter and joy and love and healing and well-being like we know as our eternal selves. I want to say cosmic selves, but cosmic still puts it in the time-space continuum. And I'm, I'm laughing and smiling at that um, little hook right there that gets us, right? So I feel one of you asking, so what are we doing here? The first thing we're doing here is helping you remember that this is here and that you haven't left you. You're still sitting on that chair or lying down or walking around. You're still in your bodysuit and you're quote unquote here. Some of you are asking where are the messages? What if this today isn't about a message that you can tell your friends about? What if it's a more personal experience of your feeling, of your remembering, not mem, like memory, member, like restoring? energetic structures that are yours in the all that is and that you may not have fully accessed or even considered possible from within this current human incarnation that you know as yourself. Some of you may feel slightly um, not dizzy, but you may feel yourself rotating, almost like a spinning top in a really, really slow spin. It's very common. Uh, it's very natural, I should say. And it's not, it's, it's not common at all, what Jesus just said. But it's very natural for you to be resetting your energetic rhythm, your inner spin, 
just like Earth has a rotational spin, there are layers of your non-physical field that also have a rotational spin. And this type of experience can reset your spin. So if some of you feel like you want to stop that, I would actually encourage you to not stop it. It's okay to spin. It's okay. It's natural. It's, uh, and this reset isn't something you, it probably isn't something you want to stop. It may be something that you want to enjoy. Okay. Hmm. Now, what I want to point out to you is that kind of like an astronaut in a spacesuit, there are these, I'm going to call them boots because I don't know what else to call it, some sort of footwear going on um, your light feet. They look very sturdy like hiking boots. They're weightless, like you'd probably want them to be. They do have tread, they do have traction. They are alive, like the best sci-fi movie ever. Like you put on a dress or a, a beautiful whatever, and you can just feel that it has its own energy feel to it. So it's starting as what I'm calling boots. I want to call it crystalline, but that doesn't do it justice, and I don't want to sound cliche. So these boots are made for you, and as you have them on, they're being put on for you, by the way. There's no tugging or resistance. There's no friction here. Those boots are automatically expanding into what I'm going to call a spacesuit. A cosmic skin, we can call it, cosmic skin, going all around your body. Helping seal in these layers, helping your mind know that, that this is real and that this is something you keep with you no matter what you're thinking about, no matter what you're doing or not doing, that this is an, a new spectrum of you. So the suit is going literally all the way over us. And there's, there's no restriction about it. We can, my eyes are open and there's no, uh, it's not in the way of anything. I feel it, interestingly enough, almost beneath my surface now, like it, it knew it had a home um, somewhere in the etheric layers of ourselves, so it doesn't feel like it's in front of us in the way. It feels like it's a part of us. Beautiful. Okay. <sighs> nice. Okay, so from here, we're going to, it may feel like you're stepping backwards out of this space, back through the lens. Back into the foyer before the lens of your heart space. 
and now absolutely one with your human awareness and all of your human layers of consciousness. So I encourage you, if you feel like you want to, to open your eyes if they had been closed. And just stay right here. This group has gone above and beyond where you had expected that you would go in this incarnation. There were so many times when your, we're going to call it higher self, it's your eternal energy, the part of you that, that never wasn't, that, that isn't in a place, it's, it is the all that is of you. And it's glorious. And, it, and, and like I said, it is you. There have been so many times, even in what you know as recent history, where there was a, oh my, how is this going to go? What kind of a bump in the restoring of light within humanity is this going to present humanity? Your you, you, the human. What kind of a bump is this going to present? And yet over and over and over again, you keep demonstrating, you the human, keep demonstrating to you the eternal self just how resilient your light body, your range of light, your consciousness spectrum is even amidst the bumps that are going on all the time in this reality. So when we look at what you personally may be looking for when we were on the other side of that lens into the sacred creation layers of yourself, when we look there, we see trust. We see our own trust of you as your humanness. So why does trust matter? Because there have been many interpretations and experiences of, of not trusting humanity, maybe not trusting your own humanity or not trusting other humans. And some of you have been told some pretty believable stories that you've misused power. In other words, that you're untrustworthy as your soulfulness in this reality that you've been tricked, you've been a manipulator, whatever. There are so many iterations of that story that have been handed to you. But every time we look at you, that's not what we see. So part of that creator ability that we helped you step further into Maybe a layer of yourself where you stop telling yourself that story because it's not true and because it was never true and because it's not true for this lifetime, which is the one that matters most, the one that you're having. Life, time, time of life as you're you, you're human.
that felt like a fountain, <laughs> you know, those exceptional fountains that amazing artistry goes into to create these beautiful, it's almost like a, like a geyser, but it's man, it's, it's human made. We just felt this geyser of light in that, in, in what you just did right there and receiving that from those space boots all the way up through the pillar of light. And it didn't have music, but it was quite a show. As you let that light soar now, potentially as a new layer of trusting yourself that your human, your human is trustworthy in a cosmic sense, in an omnipresent sense, trusted to do what? Trusted to be love. Trusted for creations and expressions and embodiment and demonstrations, modeling of love. And what that means to you. Love is not mindless in a human journey. Love is not blind. Love is not ignorant. Love is not stupid. The love that we are talking about is timeless and wise and extremely observant, anything but blind. We won't go to the stretch of all seeing because Earth is wired very uh, geniusly to, to not be all seeing, but certainly seeing more than a non-seer. Don't be afraid of what you see. Trust yourself that no matter what you see, no matter what you observe in your reality, that you can bring your light, you can bring your wisdom, you can bring your trusted response, that creative space of how do you want to respond to what you are observing in your world. You don't need to even limit, limit those observations to only things that are positive. That was a false storyline as well. You are trustworthy as the masterful layers that you are, as the eternal creator energy that you are. Sitting right next to you in this experience are amazing examples of fellow humans that have broken the mold. the epic humans that have gone down in the history books for all the right reasons. They may not have accomplished those goals or that pioneering nature from a so-called spiritual experience like we're doing here. Nevertheless, it happened. They allowed the divine inspiration within themselves they regularly walked back and forth in their consciousness through that lens. And there may have been no messages that they came out of there with. It may have been all about not the restoring, but the preservation of their light within their human journey, that they could bring their light, their their own unique brilliance, their own sense of divine gloriousness to their humanness that allowed others to hear their words, see their efforts, 
marvel at their creations. The type of human that just makes you stop and you forget you're in time and you just say, wow, this, this, appreciating that sense of creation that is breaking the mold, molds that are sometimes time to be broken, sometimes just desire to be broken by that humanness. It happens much more often with the bringer of light, which is how we view every one of you that's listening or watching this, it tends to happen more often with a bringer of light that is trusting themselves in the reality that you're in. So we sent some of you asking, what, is it, what does it mean to trust yourself? <laughs> it means, <laughs> it includes the meaning of when your brain says, what are we doing? And can we get this wrong? And how do we make this work? And what if we screw up? It's the type of confidence that can say to that layer of yourself in response to your brain, actually, no, we can't get this wrong. It's a layer of you that you preserve, like we were talking about before, that can move not only past, but through the natural obstacles, the natural friction that will be part of your humanity, always. Even those fellow masters, those amazing historians, your, your favorite icons from, from days gone by in humanity, and the ones that are to come. So creating these layers of trust allows you to question your own questioning. It allows you to move past doubt and fear and resistance and allows you to stay more calmly and confidently in your positive intentions. One of the hallmarks of, a, of any bringer of light is that you want good things not just for yourself but for, for all. That you truly as a bringer of light, your, your hallmark is that you really want amazing dreamy situations for everyone. You don't want to leave anybody out, anyone or anything out, of the good, the, the gloriousness, the sovereignty, the fruits of life, of earth. That sounds pretty trustworthy, yeah? The fears will always be there. The hesitations will always be there. So it's, it's not about waiting for them to go away. It's about accepting that they're part of the, the human layers and partnering with them. Letting them be at home in your, your expanding sense of who and what you are. 
including that lens and what's, what's through it, what's past it. There we go. Okay, that's just one example of what that means to trust yourself. Another example is that you tend to go farther than you thought you could or would. You tend to feel like you're out on that limb <laughs> without knowing if it's how it's going to go, if it's going to you know, feel like a success or feel like an utter failure. That's always a personal assessment, by the way. Sometimes success, the definition of it, of, of success for a group that, or an individual that may have feel like you've, may have felt like you were holding yourself back. Success is uh, embracing that fear and moving into it and doing it anyway, no matter how it ends up. <laughs> that can be a, a, a new definition of success. Another example of what it means to trust yourself is your authority in your humanness and what it that that what that means in terms of your having a bodysuit that automatically gives you authority for affecting this reality that you're in interacting with this reality breaking molds of self in that process perhaps So one example of this that we see quite often is using something like that oracle within self, that lens, to get answers, like whether you should or shouldn't do something, whether the timing is right or not right for something. We hear words like, I'm getting a no, I'm getting a yes as if something outside of your field has those answers and that you need to go into those realms and we would say outside of yourself to get them. The truest form of light for you as a bringer of light as what the Greeks called the gods in human form. It's not about getting an answer. It's about making your answer with all of the wiring and all of the, the makings of your you, whether that's your, your soulful desires that you, that you feel so deeply within yourself of what you want or don't want up to all of the human layers and practicalities that the that the human brain helps monitor from finances and health and energy levels etc it's such a it's such a complex combination sometimes of of yeses and nos intermingled together and each of you have your own system of that some of you may look reckless to another person and what you say yes to what you sign up for another person may say but you don't even know if you you don't even know if you have a plane ticket yet you don't even know if you can afford this some of you have a different risk tolerance in who and what you are and then there's others that that are very risk averse 
and it takes a lot of a lot of patience and inter inter reflection um, and sometimes outer confirmation before you say yes to something because you want to sort it all out. There's really nothing wrong with either of those layers. It's just good to know your system, what works best, what tends to work best for you. And do question it if it doesn't work well for you. If you tend to be impulsive and you feel negative consequences about that that make you feel um, unappreciated and taken advantage of or um, broke, <laughs> financially broke in your, in your situation, then you may want to explore another way of your being you that, that is more discerning, that is more patient before you say yes or no to something. And for those that are extremely risk averse and you feel like you never get to a yes because you never feel like it's a, it's a smooth, you know, clear, obvious green light, then we definitely encourage you, dear brothers and sisters, to re-examine your process because those that uh, say yes to green lights, there's always the possibility that there's, there's shades of red and yellow in there, okay? So those that are risk averse sometimes are looking for um, a guarantee that it will go well. Earth is not a good place to look for guarantees of success. It, so it gets messy. It, it totally, just ask our partner. <laughs> there have been many times um, when she's plowed ahead and felt like it was the right thing to do. And even at the end knew it was the right thing to do, but it got messy on the way. Um, and there were other times where she felt like it was getting quote unquote messy, which just means there was more friction and resistance. And she could feel her passion for it starting to subside. It didn't feel like fun anymore. Um, and she said, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up and I'm going to turn what I had said as yes into a no while I possibly just reflect on maybe, maybe I don't want to do this right now. Okay. But that, that concept of, you know, getting a yes or getting a no, we encourage you to step with this hopefully expanded version of you that, that you have helped create today, that you've created for yourself today, that it's not about getting a yes or no, it's about whether you're feeling you want to be a yes or a no to any of the endless questions and opportunities and creative ideas that you may have for you in your, in your lifetime. Knowing that no matter what happens, you can be that reassuring, um, celebratory, or it's okay, we tried version of you to the layers of you that may be uh, feeling, I want to say, hurt or even uh, harmed in the process. You're not really harmed, not, not your eternal layers ever. There's nothing in your human experience that could ever truly harm, hurt, or fragment your eternal layers of who and what you are. Nothing, nothing in your human journey can harm your soulfulness ever. It's like a fail-safe part of the system for Earth. And it's a, if you think about it, it's perfect that it has that because there's so many wide-ranging possibilities of what can happen on Earth. How, how intelligent, like divine intelligent it was for all of us, us and you, that were a part of creating this reality as a, as a concept and then, uh, and then f it, it's all fantastic. It's all amazing, really, um, that there, that we would have wired in a sense of a kind of a safety net, um, in there. Good thinking. <laughs> we, we really, we really had our thinking caps on that day. 
<laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. Hmm. So we want to be more explicit about another part of this message. Notice that nowhere in this message did we say, or even infer, and that's why we want to be really crystal clear here, nowhere did we say the bumps are going away, that the bumps of earth, the, the bumpiness of a human journey, the bumpiness of your journey, nowhere did we say those are about to go away because that's not earth. Earth is filled with bumps. Earth is filled with surprises, some positive, some negative. It was never in it at our vibration of self that we're interacting with you as it was never about removing those bumps. Now, there are different ways of looking at Atlantis and Lemuria and the, the way that those vibrational ranges were constrained, but it's a misinterpretation of what that was because the versions of you that may want to restore what we knew as Atlantis before we, before we blew the whole thing up, not we as in us and not you, you were a part of it too, um, part of what you may have fond memories of in terms of Lemuria, that wasn't the full range of experience that was going on at that time. It was just the sliver of your vibration that was a part of it. That's a very, it doesn't mean there weren't bumps. It just means that your the way we were experimenting with, with being semi-physical at that time, we were able to dial in a range of vibration that only included the bump-free, that only included the, the uh, I guess you call it higher vibe, sorts of versions. It, it eliminated awareness and experience alongside the other. That's not what's happening now. In, in your experience, and one of the reasons actually, one of the many, that a group like this, Bringers of Light, incarnated now, in your now, is because of that wide range. This required mastery. It's, it's easy to go into a version of Atlantis and Lemuria and have just a, a glorious, delicious, joyful time when the, the gears are set for a certain vibrational range. But you guys intentionally incarnated into a scene, if you will, an, an arena of experience, an arena of soulfulness and human embodiment and into physical reality locked within the time-space continuum. It locked it into this is the wider range available. You're going to be in it all. Okay? That's a significant misunderstanding that we still witness going on today. And it, it sounds like, well, it's going to get better. It's, um, it's you know, this is just, um, uh, this is, a, you know, things are getting worse because they're about to get better. Again, like we were talking about as Jill before, we love you enough to treat you as the master that you are and be honest with you. So if you are one of the, the many bringers of light that is still operating from this other storyline that is distracting you from your light, it's keeping you from your soulfulness. And that false storyline is 
earth is about to ascend or humanity is going to ascend. And it's always about to, but it goes on for years and years and years. The about to is always about to happen, but it's not happening. We're treating you as the master that you are so that you can claim the light that's already available to you, no matter what others do or don't do. Okay. As a bringer of light, that light is yours without condition regardless of, of who, who does or doesn't do what, or how many do or do, do or don't do whatever. You brought your light with you, not to put on a shelf until you earned it back by doing certain things and raising the vibration of the planet, etc. And Gaia's right here, by the way, nodding. <sighs> Assisting as the sister, not mother, that she is in this process. Our, our most satisfying messages with you are when we see you standing in the mastery and the truth of your mastery and the trusting of your mastery. Not mastery that is a master over something else. A master that is, that is ma master over self, over your humanness and over your responses, and over your creations, creations that have been created, and future quote-unquote creations, of what you have the authority and the confidence, we hope, and the trustworthiness to explore and play in and be. knowing that the goal of all of it is for all to benefit in feeling and knowing that they are eternally loved by source, creator, God. Always, no matter what. And so it is. Happy Equinox or whatever day that you're experiencing this. Mm. Oh my goodness. Just stay right there. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Oh, I'm having a sip of my, it's not tea, it's hot water with lemon. <laughs> I love you guys. Susanna saying in the chat, and so it is with love. <laughs> kiss hug, kiss hug to you too, sister. And hi, Carol. She's saying, thank you, Jill. You're so welcome. Oh my goodness, you guys. Um, yeah, I totally want to do this. I am like, or do I? <laughs> and I want to play around with, am I getting a yes or am I getting a no? <laughs> no, do I want it to be a yes or be a no? There is a, there's a, there's a, as I've noticed that, that newer people are kind of uh, finding like what we're doing here and resonating with it and, 
and you know every we're all kind of coming to it from different experiences and different versions of ourselves and how we know ourselves and there is a foundational series that I did um, it was actually one of the first classes that I taught and then I've I've um, sort of updated it and polished it as as I uh, I want to say become more aware of, of ways to be light ways to be our light in this reality and it's called the um, I've called it many things what am I calling it now <laughs> The Soul Signature Series, thank you. Um, I've called it the Embracing the New Energy Series. I've called it the Living as Your Higher Self Series. And the latest name, because the name never does justice to describe what it really is, it's called the Soul Signature Series. And I'm going to do something. Um, I don't remember what the normal pricing is, but I'm going to put it on my website. It'll be right on the homepage. So just go to jillreneefeeler.com. Or you can do a Google search or whatever search engine you use for Jill Renee Feeler's Soul Signature Series. And I haven't done it yet because literally I just thought about it. Um, I'm going to put that at a price. What do I want to price it at? Because I know it's going to be a discount and I love discounts. And you guys know I do lots of free stuff. Um, so I feel good about that. If somebody is saying I can't afford it, that's okay. You have things like this and, and make it enough. Okay, for those that want to do more and can do more, that series is amazing. Um, so let's price it at 99 USD. Okay, I don't have a good system for doing payments right now. I'm sorry. Um, so it's just going to be one flat price and uh, give me at least 12 hours to get that done because there's some clicking to do on the website to make that happen. But that was, a, yeah, thank you, Suzanne. She's saying I would love the Soul Signature series. I hope I can get it somehow. Me too. Um, those that have done it, it's a, it's a game changer. And for anyone that goes through it, you know, some of us have a tendency of, um, and it's, it's a really interesting profile and I have a bit of this myself, so I, I totally get it. Some of us have this way of being ourselves where it's like, oh yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, I already know that. Right. And we really do block ourselves from what we don't know. <laughs> and I mean, I wouldn't be doing it if I felt like everybody already knew it. So can you trust me too, as your sister, that, that I'm, I'm intending and I, from what I understand from the experiences people have already had delivering something that you actually don't know, <laughs> your soul knows it, but your human brain and your current consciousness may not know it. Um, I mean, the intention to do it would be Oh, this is, yeah, your team is just like, wait, slow down on this part. Your intention of doing it is not to prove to your brain what you already know. Your intention of doing it is to show your brain what it does not yet know, to show it new strategies to, and, and beyond your brain, to, sh to help your soulfulness restore more of its true nature that your brain can be possibly utterly confused about and that that's okay. Because my human brain is confused a lot. And I've got a pretty good brain. <laughs> it's, it's not the best. And it, luckily, it's not a competition. But I, yeah, I can, I can do a lot <laughs> with my brain. Um, so my brain is, is often like, well, I thought, I thought it was this. I thought it was that. And I'm like, yep, apparently not. Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's see how we feel this way <laughs> with this new idea. Do we feel more love? Do we feel more loving? That's normally my assessment tool right? Now, is it right or is it wrong? Do With this idea, with this truth, do I feel more loved by source? And do I feel more loving of everything else, of everyone else? If those two things are 
a yes for me, then I will make that my truth. I will even, even, even if to my human brain, it's like, well, you can't just pretend it's your truth. We pretend stuff is truth all the time. <laughs> there are so many things we call truth that cannot be proven on any sense of, of our, you know, the scientific method, right? So we just say, well, that's true. How do you know it's true? And this is, <laughs> this is the, the um, quandary we get in with those that are very 3D. Well, how can you prove that? I, that just because I can't prove it doesn't mean it's not true, <laughs> right? Or doesn't mean it's not my truth in, current, in operation, right? So the Soul Signature Series was originally intended and still does a fantastic job of getting everyone, no matter where you are, no matter how long you've been doing this, um, no matter what you think you know or what you think you don't know, it is just like this beautiful hand. And I allowed it in, and I loved it. I love that's one of the ways that I do my work. I allow it to cover all those vibrational ranges, even the really, really high ones. So that no matter how long you've been doing something, I, I promise you though, there, the more you hang out with me, for those of you that are newer to me, I'm going to probably piss you off at some point. I'm, I'm just, I'm wanting to prepare you because I do love you and I don't like to disappoint people. And I also accept that with some of the things that I observe and that I feel led to share and create in this reality, I'm not doing it to make you more comfortable where you are. I'm doing it to offer another layer of expanded truthful light that is available to you that you that if you're if you're mad at me or disappointed in me you're probably not getting to and that therein lies the the irritation with me perhaps because you want to be you want to be comfortable where you are and you may have one of those brains that likes to feel like you've got it all figured out so then when i offer something that's uncomfortable that part of not you you but some of you that are like this you're like, no, I'm uncomfortable. That, that does not sit with my current reality. And I like my current reality and I don't like Jill. <laughs> no, I don't like Jill anymore. Right. I'm, I'm not here to be liked. I'm really not. I'm here to help you feel the light of source that you are. And that doesn't always mean being liked. And people pleaser Jill has just had to get used to that because the results are undeniable. Okay. So if I've ever pissed you off, I am sorry. It was not my intention. And it's possible that you being pissed off at me is a distraction from you going deeper, not just within yourself, but into the true light of source that you are, that might be much more expanded than where you think you are right now. I want that enough for you and for everyone to take a few hits of people getting pissed off at me. Because that part about you feeling your light and you feeling loved and you feeling love for everything and everyone here, that is why I'm here. So yeah, there's some bumps in that process and they're worth it every single time. I wonder what in your journey you're avoiding. What if you're like me in that way? That your purpose of being here isn't about making others feel comfortable. 
but more about helping them feel a deeper sense that can include discomfort in getting there. That's something to think about. Okay. All right. So we're going to wrap things up because we've been going an hour now. (laughs) Um, Thank you for being here literally on the planet. I love that you're here as a fellow bringer of light. I appreciate you and I, and I love you and thank you for, um, with the algorithms, with social media and all those things, likes help a lot, shares help a lot, your commenting helps a lot, subscribing helps a lot. Um, in order to, there's with those algorithms, it's very uh, challenging for, for newer stuff to kind of get on the radar of other people. Um, so anything that you can do to support that and help that, if you feel like this was valuable and worthy for who knows who, then um, I appreciate your efforts in that regard. Okay. I love you. Thank you. Uh, And I'll talk to you later. By the way, there won't be a live uh, event next next week um, because I will be on vacation um, with my family. So no live one next week, but I encourage you to dig in the archives. Just pick whatever comes up and enjoy. Or if you're doing the Soul Signature Series, uh, I feel like you'll love that. And if you already have the Soul Signature Series, remember when you get anything from me, you have lifetime access. Okay. So go through it again. It's it happens all the time where somebody goes through a message that they've already you know, purchased years ago and they're like, oh my God, it's like it's all new again. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> it's because of the range that we're creating it at. We are capable of making it exactly what like we quote unquote need it to be or want it to be no matter when we listen to it. And we will, our human brains would be like, I swear that was not what she said when I listened to this last year or years ago. Yeah, our brains can just be mystified. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Okay, I love you guys so much. And thank you for all the birthday wishes. I turned 48 years old um, a few days ago. And so far, 48 feels good. I'm excited. We got a good start here. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Bye for now.